DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We are joined now by Pace Mannion on the Smart Rain guest line. Smart Rain state-of-the-art Smart Irrigation Controller helps with first-class water management. Visit SmartRain.net to learn how to save 30 to 50% on your commercial property's water costs or call 877-346-3333. Pace, good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> Sorry about texting you at midnight. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. Don't know where in the world you are sometimes. <laughs> it's all good. Pace joining us from uh, Italy now, where he played and his wife is from, and and your son Nico is now is now playing, getting ready to play. He's he's getting ready. I had a tough uh, hit a virus. So he had lost a lost a lot of weight, lost about 40, 45 pounds, and but he's back now, and he's you know he should start playing here in the next week or so once they get off this uh, this little break they're on right now. If you weigh 180, how do you lose 40 pounds? Yeah, trust me, it was scary and it wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. <laughs> I wish I, I told him I could use that, but you can't. You know. Yeah, yeah. At his age now, check back in 40 years would be another but, story, right? <laughs> yeah, but he's uh, you know, he's back now, which is good because it was uh, you know, it, it was scary. It was it was something you don't ever want to see anybody go through as much pain as he was in, and and what was going on with him was uh, was really scary. But he got to Bologna and they. They figured it all out, and you know he spent a few days in the hospital, but uh, he's he's good now. So thank God for that. How's the medical world over there compared to what we have here? Well, I think it depends on where you go, you know. And there are certain cities that I think you're very lucky to be in, and one of them is Bologna that has a very good a good hospital here with a, a, a all their uh, what do you call them? Every, every part of their hospital is is one of the best. You get people traveling from the world to come here, so. And the doctors, obviously, because of where he is playing for the, the biggest team in Italy, Virtus Bologna, you know, he gets good care. So that was great. And Gaia was here with him to monitor everything. And they, they were fantastic. I, you know, he got, once he got out of the hospital, he put on about, he put on about 40 pounds in 33 days. So. Well, so did I. His body, yeah. <laughs> That's when you had the hot dog, though. Oh, he's on the DJ hot dog plan? Sweet. <laughs> no, I was, but what I think the, you know, his, his, his problem was, you know, his blood count got really low because he was, he was losing so much blood. And, and once the blood was able to carry nutrients to his body, you know, his body just grabbed all of them. The weight came back quick. Then he had to put his muscle mass back on. He came back a little early, tweaked his back. Core wasn't ready to be playing yet. And so that's what I told him out for a couple of weeks. But he's, uh, They've had about five days off because there's some COVID-related issues with the team. Two guys were positive, so they shut the team down for three days. We've been kind of locked down in the house for a while. But it's all good. You know, he's healthy. He'll start playing when he's ready to play. That's all I'm, I'm concerned about. He's in a great city. He's with a great team. You know, they're, he'll get better. Obviously, the dream is to get back to the NBA, which I think will happen in a year or two. So it's a, it's a much tougher, it's a tougher way to play basketball than it is the NBA in Europe because of the style. So, you know, once you get – successful over here coming back there with the spacing and the rules it seems to come a lot easier for guys pace Mannion joining us former ute and uh you know it's, it's interesting because obviously your son nico was drafted by the warriors played for the warriors uh you lived in utah after you were done playing and you did uh radio and tv and there's a bunch of hilarious stories i wish we had time to get into about we that. don't have any time i don't have time for that so <laughs> let them go just let them go okay and then uh well we already brought up the hot dog that's one story uh and then you moved you moved to arizona and that's where nico went to high school so you were in phoenix 
And now you've relocated to Utah with with him going going to Italy. But that's Utah, Arizona, Golden State ties. And look at what three clubs have the best record in the NBA. And you can tell me you're not following pace, but I wouldn't believe you. I know you're following all three of them for multiple reasons. Partly fan, partly professional memories, and partly your son's future. So you've got multiple reasons to follow all of these. And I'm curious... Uh, we've had Warriors Suns games now. We've seen them play, and it's regular season, and Clay Thompson isn't there, so it's certainly not perfect for the, you know, you know, to line us up for what might happen in a playoff series. That could look really different. We haven't seen the Jazz play either one of those teams yet. So with all that factored in, what do you think? Well, I think you know the Jazz are three games out of first. They're a game out of second. I mean, they're they're in the mix for everything. And right now, it's you know you're playing to get seating and be home court advantage and all the things you want, but. They're capable of beating anybody. Right now, the Warriors are, are, are playing extremely well. It'll be interesting to see what they do when, when Clay comes back, when Wiseman comes back. Does it help them? Does it hurt their chemistry? Are there some you know, chinks in the armor do they find? It'll be interesting to see how that breaks down. The thing I look at when I watch these teams play is, and, and not to not go bare because he's been playing fantastic for the Jazz. He's been phenomenal. But when you get to the playoffs and one team goes small ball, can you allow to leave Rudy on the floor? And and that's what I where the Warriors I think take advantage of a lot of people with their ball movement. And if they move Draymond to the four or the five even and and go small, they're tough to guard. And they just surround you with shooters and they they move the ball so well and guys are unselfish and it's uh, it's tough to beat them. So th- that's the the thing that the, the Jazz will have to figure out down the road to beat those teams. I think. The Suns are very good, but they rarely go as small as anybody else. They like to keep DeAndre on the floor. He's been, he's been playing great all year, Aiton. So it's uh, but those three teams in the West right now, I think you, could, you know flip a coin because all three of them will be in the mix come the end of the year. And we saw that you speak of that small ball last year. We still have nightmares of that Terrence Mann going off and having the game of his life, hitting all those corner threes, and and the Jazz look a little discombobulated. Do you think if that situation arises, and you speak of the Warriors and they're very proficient at that, particularly when Thompson comes back, can the Jazz have Gobert on the floor, but take him away from the basket? Would they be willing to do that? knowing that that's his strength, but because of the lineups that they have of the other team, maybe be forced to do that, and can they do that, and would would they be okay if they did do that? Well, I think you have to have him come away from the basket, you know, because if not, that's what happens. You know, he gets stuck in a, you know, in a drop coverage, you know, on some moves, or he gets caught in a switch where he's got, you know, Clay Thompson. You have to go out. It's not like you can say, I'm not going to go guard him. So, Either he figures out a way to go out and guard those guys and chase them off the line. Hope your rotations are really good. Um, but it's, you know, again, nobody passes the ball as well as Warriors. You know, they're, and they're coming from the San Antonio mold because that's where, you know, Kerr was under pop and you've seen how that works and share the basketball. There's, you know, you have your superstars on that Warrior team. But it, there's everybody, everybody knows how to play in that system right now. And they're figuring it out really well. So um, I think the, the Jazz can figure it out. But it's, uh, it's, it's going to be tough. I think Rudy's the key. Can he manage that playoff time when the team goes small? Can he manage to stay on the floor and not hurt him? 
So I don't have a problem with that necessarily because he could have gone out to the corner and stood there and made sure Terrence Mann get, got shots. But to me, the problem was the other guys couldn't stay in front of their man. So if Rudy goes out to the corner and makes sure Terrence Mann or whoever he's matched up with in a Warrior series or a Sun series doesn't go off, are all the other guys giving up layups because they can't stay in front of their guys? Well, look, you're talking about the best players in the world, you know, and there's not many guys that can that stay in front of Steph Curry. <laughs> we're, well, in front of any, you know, you yeah. name any starting point guard in the NBA, you know, and all of them are, are capable of beating you off the bounce. You know, do you want to go out and guard Dane? Do you want to go out and guard Steph? Do you want to guard Chris Paul? That's why they are who they are. And when you get to the playoffs, you're playing against the best teams that have gotten there because they're better than everybody else. So you're getting those better guards and the better twos, better threes, all those guys can put it on the floor and beat you. So it's, everybody's going to do that. The teams that shoot the three ball in the playoffs seem to do really well um, because it's just a backbreaker. You know, you can be down 9, 10, 12 points, and in three possessions you're right back in the game. So, and the Warriors are the best at that because of Steph. Well, and Clay, obviously. But they're, and Jordan Poole has stepped up, even though he's out with the protocol right now. He's, you know, he's playing really well in, in the place of Clay right now. And he's shown he can score. Obviously not Clay Thompson yet, but you know he's he's looking to make a nice contract next year as well. Yeah, that's what mads me the intrigue about when Thompson comes back and he's coming back sooner than later, because you've got players like Poole and uh, Peyton's son who are stepping up. But what do you think is going to happen? Because I don't think they can just bring him back and these other guys can continue to play at their level because there's just simply not enough shots. Curry's going to get his. I mean, you're not going to discourage him from shooting, obviously. Whose games are going to suffer from the Warriors, and how will it affect the overall product? Well, excuse me. in my opinion, I think you know Gary Payton will be the one that will suffer the most because he's the least offensive skilled player they have on the perimeter, although he's played well as of late. He's your defensive guy. But, you know, if you could put Clay, because they really don't, that system they run, uh, the point guard is not as important as you think because Dre brings it up. They, you know, even if Steph brings it up, he's giving it up and getting off the ball for a catch and shoot. So if you've got Clay and Jordan Poole and Steph, all three on the perimeter, which all three shoot the ball as well as they do, and you put Draymond at the five and play Otto Porter at the four, or vice versa, you've got four guys that are great at shooting the three ball. It's a tough one to guard. So I think Peyton loses a few minutes. Jordan Poole might lose a few if they because I know Kerr will try to keep everybody happy for a while. And then the minute they start to have to make a run, he'll cut his rotation to eight like he did last year and say, okay, we want to try and win some games and, and for our seeding or for whatever. And, and that's when guys will have their minutes cut out. But he won't do it too early because the season's too long. You don't want to He'll keep playing Steph his, you know, his 36 minutes, and that's where he keeps him at all year long, and then he'll bump it up towards the end during the playoffs if they need him on the court more. Pace Mannion joining us, former Ute, former Jazz guy, former broadcaster locally. And have you seen enough of the Jazz going small with Rudy Gay to assess how good that is, how much of a problem will that cause really good teams in playoff series? You know, I haven't seen it, but I know enough about Jay. And the Jazz system is, I mean, they run a great system. You know, their ball movement, you know, their their penetration and kick, their, you know, their pick and roll stuff they do. I mean, Quinn Snyder's a genius, obviously. He's done a great job there. And I think, like like you pointed out, PK, you, you, what happened 
you know, with the, with the Clippers and, and, and the shots they got in the, in the, in the playoffs, that will, those are things you'll look at and go, how do we fix that? And if anybody can do it, you know, Schneider can. He's, he's been there. He, he knows how to, how to coach. So those things will happen. And if Rudy's, you know, I haven't seen him this year, but if, if he's good enough to, to rebound and defend and, and do what he needs to do at that position, you know, you can get away with it if everybody's going small. Um, he'll, be, he'll be fine. I, I, I truly believe in that system. That's one of the systems I really, really like in the NBA. If you watch teams play, they're, they're one of the ones you enjoy going to games and seeing how they, how they run their offense. With you being over there in Italy, we've seen so many players come over, and not just any of the bench guys. It used to be, the, the, you know, maybe they can contribute, but now they're their major contributors all throughout the entire European leagues, of every one of them. I'm wondering now, as you're watching this, uh, how much uh, improvement has the game been over there to where there will be significant contributions of players, uh, more role players. What do you see as far as the future of foreign basketball impacting the NBA? Well, it's already impacted it quite a bit, but I think the game over here has changed tremendously from when I was here. And a lot of it's because they don't have as, when I was here, you can only have two foreigners. Now you can have as many, it seems like as many as you want, but they, the game has gotten so physical over here. Um, it's astonishing to me how physical it is um it's worse than watching you know detroit and chicago in the playoffs back in michael's early years really because yeah it is just there's so much contact there's so much banging they don't allow a hand check but the forearm on the perimeter you know you can bump guards off their line you can do what you want to do out front they let you get away with a lot of stuff so i think what you'll see is the guys that are skilled enough over here the europeans that are skilled enough to play in the NBA because when they get there, guys like, you know, you wonder why Doncic had such great success. He'd been playing from the time he was 15 years old in the European, in the EuroLeague. So he'd been getting beat up forever. When you watch the European game, then you come back and watch an NBA game. The NBA game looks, there's so much space and it seems like there's no contact compared to what you're seeing here. And so I think those guys will get there and they'll have a bigger impact because once they do get there, they're going to realize I have more space. The game is faster. They don't want to call. They, they want to call the fouls because they're giving the offense the advantage, because they want more scoring for the fans. And over here, they don't care about that. Over here, they, they could care less about what the fans want. It's all about we're going to go by the book. There's no gray area. It's black and white. And so, but it's 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 a good game to watch. It's just not as fast or as free flowing as an NBA game. But I think you'll see guys come over and have big impact in the next few years because there are some very good players over here. All right, now let's get to the good stuff. <clears throat> so everyone, I think, now he's got an MVP and, and Jokic is playing great for Denver and carrying them when there's very little around him. And when he subs out of a game, everything falls apart. And everybody's got that down cold. But the Jokic brothers, that surprised people a little bit. Did you know about them? No, I still don't. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I would just I've say that him, you, I've seen Jokic brothers in the stands getting ready to fight, but I didn't know there was anybody else out there. <laughs> that was that's what I was talking about. <laughs> those guys, those guys. Uh, I don't think I want to get into it with Nikola. No, I think you let him go because he's got more backup than most guys. Yeah, you know, right. His, and it's family, so they're willing to go. You know, to the mat all the way. Yeah, yeah they're going to go all the way. So, but it's. Uh, I tell you, that's it's 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 great. He's got that. You know, when you come to another country. 
and you're going to get harassed. It's nice to have family in the stands to do what they do. <laughs> I would love that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the only thing PK missed is, you know, they're not Italian because otherwise it'd be straight out of The Godfather and PK would <laughs> right, be all right. about it'd, it. It'd be, it'd be all mafia stuff for PK. I know. I get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm wondering as far as the advancements in salaries over there in Europe, as far as, you know, what they make, and is it the dream for kids who grow up and pick a country to play in the NBA? Because if you're getting highly compensated over there, you know, obviously it's a major impact on your life. The basketball is one thing, but, you know, it always amazes me, these guys that come over, and you did it the other way. You were a little older, though. You weren't, you know, like 18, 19 years old when you went over to uh, Italy. You were older, and so it amazes, it amazes me to get these, pluck these kids out of countries. where They do it in baseball, you know. They're, they're so young and from the Latin American countries, and then they bring them over, and it's got to be this massive adjustment. Is it still the goal of kids who grow up and whatever country over there to play in the in in the NBA? I think it is for some of them. But I think there are so many guys over here at PK that they start playing and they they love the city they're in, they love the team they're on, they love the everything about the European League. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they and they're making good money. And they just don't want to risk, you know, if I go to the NBA and I don't play and I fail, you know, and then I got to come back here and it's it's it, it, and it's an ego thing for them. But I think a lot of them, if they go, you know, like Ginobili, when he went, he took a pay cut to go, but then obviously he made that money back because he was good enough to make that money back. You know, I look at Nico coming here this year, and, you know, the money he's making this year is so much more than he'd have made in the NBA. He's making as much as some of the guys that got drafted in the first round the year before when he was, when he was drafted in the second round because they, they pay him X amount of dollars. They pay a 50% tax on that salary. He's living in a two and a half million dollar apartment downtown Bologna, and they give him a. He's driving a Porsche. So, nice. I mean, your house, your car, your salary, um, everything's taken care of. So it's and the lifestyle here. It depends on where you're at. Obviously, he's in a great city. So that's one of the nicest things you can have is you know where you live is a big key because you got to be here for nine months out of the year. But this is a great spot for him. You know, he wanted to play one year and come back. I don't know if that'll happen because you're only going to get about half a season in because of the, the sickness he had. But like I said. You know, you've got a two-year guaranteed contract. You're you're good. You're going to be fine. You're 20 years old. You haven't even, you won't turn 21 until March. You know, you're still a, a, you'll be coming. If you do go back in two years, you'll be like some guys just coming out of college that were in the class yeah. when you came here. Yeah. So. Well, it, it, when guys go over, who in, in this case haven't played in the in the league, when they go over and then they want to come back, are they free agents? Well, Nico isn't because they still all they have to do is make an offering. <clears throat> they make an offer a qualifying offer every year, which they told him they were going to do, he'll still be the rights of the Warriors. They'll still be able to okay. match any offer he gets. But, okay. you know, Nico's not worried about that. He just said, you know, I, I think when I come back, the offer will be good enough that they'll, if they match it, they're matching yeah. it because they know I'm going to come play. Right, right, and right. And if they don't, I'm going somewhere I'm going to get to play anyway. So that's all anybody wants. You talk about being in the NBA, and you talk, you know, you talk about getting shots taken away like you were talking about before with the Warriors. Guys aren't worried about their shots. They're worried about their minutes. You know, you, as long as you get on the floor – most guys get on the floor, and you, you watch this even now when you're seeing all these guys come up from the G League getting these you know time to play. Everybody can play. A lot of guys can play in that league, um, given the opportunity. You just got to be in the right place at the right time, and, mm-hmm. and and get a shot. You know, like all these young guys in Houston, they're a horrible team, but all these young guys are getting all the minutes they want because they're so bad. And that's yeah. the, you know, yeah, you're learning by losing, but. 
you're still learning. And it's, it's a good thing to go through. Well, last thing before we let you go, you are a Ute. And when you played at the University of Utah, the football program was in a really different place. <laughs> Literally, the football coaches had offices in the basketball arena. You probably crossed paths with them to some oh, yeah. point. It was not a winning situation. And now, obviously, they are in the Rose Bowl. How much does that blow your mind when you look back at 20-year-old Pace Mannion on a basketball powerhouse, you're playing in Sweet 16s, and the poor football coaches are schlepping around the basketball arena, and now they're in the Rose Bowl? Yeah, we used to laugh at the football guys because we'd get, I mean, you know, we had more fans than they did. Um, and, but, and we'd see the football coaches. Obviously, they, we, we liked all those guys. We were going to give them McBride and Juki and all the guys you'd see up there, but I wasn't going to harass them. But it's, they've come a long way. You know, you got to give Kyle credit. You know, Urban came in and turned it around, and, and Kyle's been phenomenal for the last 87 years, it seems like. But um, they got a tough one ahead of them. You know, that's going to be a great game, I think, going to the Rose Bowl. I, I like what they're doing. I, I watched them this year, you know, when the quarterback rising came in, they just kind of turned things around. And you just hope on, you know, I think they, they play on the first, don't they? Yep. Yeah. You hope you hope they can run the ball. Because if they can run the ball, it seems like that's the one thing Ohio State struggles with is, is that. Because – I think they're averaging like 550 yards and 45 points a game. They're, you give them the ball back, they're you know they're good. But I, then I read, I thought I read that some of their did some of their receivers decide to sit out. Yeah, the draft? I didn't know how yeah. much you got that with the time difference there in Italy. But two of their top three receivers, a starting offensive lineman, a tackle, and a starting defensive lineman. So four players have opted out to protect yeah. their their health for the NFL. Yeah, well, I, you can't blame them, and you know it's a and it's it's a great. You know, chance for some young kid to step in and play really well, and you don't know who's good behind those guys. So that's a, you know, that's a wild card as well because you know they recruit very well there. So it might not be that big of a drop off, but you know, obviously Utah's got their hands full, and I, you know, I'm happy they're there, and I wish them luck, and you know, I'll be, I'll be watching. Well, the only sad thing is that you don't have the red and the blue show, and uh, you can beat up on Alema like you did in that Fiesta Bowl season. Poor Alema. Yeah, well, sitting but there. Got, BYU got Utah this year, so <laughs> that's true. He, I, he I, can't, I can't give him too much, too much this year, but it, it was fun while it lasted. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pace. We appreciate the time. We will talk to you again later this season, and uh, good luck to Nico and tell him DJ and PK say hi. I will. Thanks, guys. All right, Pace Mannion, checking in from Italy there. DJ and PK coming up. We got Jay Stevens, host of Locked on Buckeyes, talking Rose Bowl next. And we'll see what he thinks of the depth of those key positions with guys opting out. And obviously they're losing something in experience, but how much are they really losing in talent? We'll talk with Jay Stevens next. Right now, Rod Rex joins us from Lendright Mortgage. Rod, good morning. Good morning. Rod Lendright is offering a $1,000 lowest rate guarantee with rates on the move here pretty soon. Uh, You've got this offer. Tell people about it. Yeah. Just because we have that independence that we can shop the best mortgage lenders in the country, it doesn't matter who we do your loan with. Our only objective is to find each client the absolute lowest combination of rate and fees. So, there's just not lenders out there that do what we do. And so our rates are often a quarter percent or more lower than other lenders because of that. And because we have that freedom to just go out and find the lender that best fits each client, we can guarantee the absolute 
lowest combination of rate and fees, and we do that with a $1,000 lowest rate guarantee. So no other lender offers what we do, uh, whether that's a bank, credit union, or any other mortgage company out there. We guarantee our rate and fees will be lower than any of them, or we'll send you a check for $1,000. You've got the uh, you've got the freedom loan, which is uh, which is really popular, and some of those uh, they cover closing costs. So you got a lot of stuff built into those. Yeah, that's definitely one of our most popular products is the freedom loan, just because it allows people in a cash out scenario. That means just thousands of dollars extra cash in hand versus going with a lender that's going to charge all those fees and closing costs. So whether you're buying or refinancing, that freedom loan gets you a rate that's as good as or lower than any other lender out there, but you don't have the closing costs. So it's kind of a no-brainer to save a whole bunch of money when you're paying the prices that homes are costing nowadays. Uh, the closing costs can, can easily be eight to $12,000. $12, so for people who have more questions, what's the best way to reach out to you? Yeah, best thing to do is just call us at 801 approve or log on to our website at 80 or uh, lendrightmortgage.com. lendrightmortgage.com or 801 approve. You can call 801 approve or lendrightmortgage.com. Thanks, Rod. Thank you.